team. Welcome to the Freedom Hut, January 6th edition of the program. Oh my gosh, January 6th. We're going to have to hear about this now every year. Is that how this goes? Have all the Democrats on TV weeping for the sanctity of our democracy, which was shook to its very foundations. Get a grip, Libs. Get a grip. We'll talk about this today. There's really not much else that I want to get into because we have to speak some truth here, some sense more than anything else, and get into how they reject election results, and that's fine. Their supporters, Biden voters, riot. No big deal. They only support police when it all of a sudden suits their political needs and only for a moment. And what are we supposed to do about all this? What's the point of all the theatrics around this at this stage? I'm going to address all that with you here in a moment. Will real gold be one of the investments you make in 2022? A year ago about this time, I made my own first purchase of gold with the Oxford Gold Group. I did it as a hedge against inflation. You can see that that's turned out pretty well. Real gold, as part of your long-term savings plan, is the best form of protection you can have. It holds its value, particularly when the dollar becomes worth less. Not to mention the sensation of holding gold in your hands. Special. Our partners, the Oxford Gold Group, have precious metals that can be delivered to your home. You take possession of it easily and store it away safely. Buying real gold is not complicated, and the team at the Oxford Gold Group will explain that to you. Having real gold delivered to your home or having real gold as part of your IRA is just a phone call away with Oxford Gold. Call them at 833-404-GOLD and learn how you can have real gold in your IRA and delivered to your door. That's the Oxford Gold Group at 833-404-GOLD, 833-404-G-O-L-D. The... Threat to our democracy is the phrase you'll hear all day today and perhaps a bit in the days ahead as well. How our democracy was on the brink. I even saw this morning I was watching MSNBC to punish myself for whatever wrongs I've done in the past. This is penance to watch MSNBC, but I do it so that I know what the crazy libs are saying. They had an analyst who said that uh, just our our democracy survived by a hair's breadth. Okay. Let's talk about this for a second. I I could get into how Joe Biden walks up to the podium this morning with his black mask on, only to take it off when he's giving the speech. Why wear it for the walk up to the podium? There's no one around. That's the kind of science this regime is known for. Show science, right? It's all for show. But I I could get into all that, but I'd, I'd really rather ask this basic question first. What was the plan? They keep saying that there was going to be an overthrow of our system of government. What was supposed to happen? That the unarmed, oh, they had poles. Some of them had a stick. We have a really big law enforcement and uh, military in this country. I really doubt that a few hundred uh, violent idiots with sticks were going to overthrow the United States government. And I don't think they really believed they were going to either. Maybe a few of them did. And. Those individuals are are mentally ill, and and I mean that. I think that there are people who are not of sound mind who were taking part in the uh, so-called insurrection that day. But anyone who calls it an insurrection is an idiot. It's not a coup. It's not going to overthrow the government. And anyone who thought it would do that is deranged and is someone who we should not 
take seriously in their aims other than, a, yes, as a threat to themselves and to public safety, but not a threat to the republic itself. Notice they always say to our democracy. Aren't we in a republic? It's so interesting the way Democrats deploy language. Kamala Harris came out this morning. And, and again, she's uncomfortable, you can tell, reading from the Constitution, from her founding documents. And it's like a person in grade school who's coming across it for the first time. You know, she, she had some trouble there with some of the words. Uh, but this is like when Democrats pretend to care about the Bible, you know, in public office, and they will cite something from the Bible, and it always sounds like it's the first time they're ever coming across it. But, you know, they, they, want, to, they want to fool people you know, into thinking that they care about these things. But Kamala talked about, very explicitly made the comparison of the insurrection with Pearl Harbor. And to this, I have to say, okay, let's line these up for a second, shall we? Well, let's really do this. Let's have the comparison talk for a moment. So when the bombing of Pearl Harbor occurred, the entire world was effectively, the entire developed world was at war. The Nazi menace was hoping to control the entire planet. Right, The Nazi war machine was in full swing. Yes, the Soviets... Uh, ended up fighting against the Nazis. But as we know, that was really just because of both of them having aims of absolutism and control of the whole planet. Uh, But nonetheless, you had Imperial Japan with a very effective and entirely mobilized military uh, machine attacking Pearl Harbor. And the idea is that they wanted to establish the supply lines necessary to, with the help of their allies, the Nazis, uh, defeat the Western world and essentially either colonize us or force us into some kind of ignominious treaty where we're just allowed to subsist as a country, right? That's a pretty darn big deal, okay? You had 40 to 60 million people died over the course, soldiers and civilians, over the course of World War II, to compare the massive mobilization and, uh, and sneak attack strike of a Nazi Germany-allied Imperial Japan with a, a riot that ended up only killing directly one person, a rioter, an unarmed female shot in the neck, Ashley Babbitt, is just crazy. I mean, these people are nuts. This is just not something that a rational... Uh, well-adjusted adult would do. But they have to exaggerate it. They, they have to make it seem like it's worthy of the solemn tones. You turn on MSNBC today, and everyone's kind of slowing it down, a little breathy, a little, little, oh gosh, I'm going back there right now in my head to watching on the screen as there were people marching around the Capitol, some of them taking selfies. And and they stole a they stole a beer from I think it was Pelosi's office or whatever it was. They all have to go through these motions now because, well, as you know, the Biden regime is a catastrophic absurdity. There's nothing they can point to that's actually going well. The virus fight is a disaster right now. Oh, they're going to shut down the virus. Yeah, or they're going to have an all-time high of cases after forcing people by the millions and millions to get not just one, but now several shots to stop it. 
These people are morons. They're wrong and they're idiots, but they're also bad on the border. They're bad on crime. You should not allow Democrats to be in power. I'm so sorry for those independents who were emotionally blackmailed or who were somehow swindled into thinking that Joe Biden was going to be a reasonable, good guy who would guide the country back to a steadier path. Joe Biden is a tool of the leftist loons who are now going on TV saying, oh, my gosh, the insurrection, the insurrection. Yeah, was the riot that day bad? Of course, it was moronic in every respect. Okay, it was stupid beyond anything that I would ever care to have to analyze for anyone associated with the Republican Party doing. It was really bleeping dumb. Was it an insurrection? No, it was not an insurrection. All right. And is what we've seen just another lesson in how the left wields power? It absolutely is. For one thing, you have people who have been held in solitary confinement for months on end for nonviolent crimes. The Democrats want to let everybody, including now we're seeing in New York, armed robbers out with no prison sentence. Democrats want to empty out the prisons of bad people, repeat offenders who break laws, who who are uh, predatory in the way they interact with their fellow human beings. They want to let them out. But if you were taking selfies in the Capitol, you're a monster. We have to hold you. You're a threat of another insurrection, possibly. This is what the judge has said in some of the orders, why they can't get uh, why they can't actually get a release in advance of trial. People are being held in solitary. They're being treated worse than KSM, Khalid Sheikh Mohammed. I mean, they're being kept in. Really, it's criminal the way they've been treated in detention. And it's all meant to just punish and terrify everybody for being opponents of the regime. And it's, and it's successful because Republicans, unfortunately, are held back by a combination. Elected Republicans are held back by a combination of cowardice and wanting to be one of the good ones. Oh, yeah, I stand for limited government in the Constitution. But, you know, I don't I don't want I'm not one of those one of those bomb throwing, elbow dropping, uh, you know, crazy right wingers who supports Trump too much. And I'm uh, I'm one of the good ones. That's what they want you to. That's what they want to thought. That's what they want to think. They want the New York Times to pat them on the head and say, "Okay, maybe you're evil and wrong, but we'll use you for five minutes here while you bash those who are ideologically aligned with you in some way. It's pathetic, isn't it? But people that were never at the cool kids table in high school, they grow up, they become adults. They're still desperate for just a nod from what they see as the cool kid table, you know, from the media corporate apparatus that gets to determine who's fancy and powerful and important in this country. They just they just want a, a little a little bit of that, just a little bit of that. Okay, maybe I have to sell out my own side. I'm not just talking about Kinzinger and Cheney. I mean, they're pathetic. But people that would normally be more solid on this are adopting some of the language of the left because today, at least, they want a pat on the head. I don't want a pat on the head. I want to tell these people to go uh, blank off, honestly. And I wish I, I could say it on the podcast, but I won't because I know some of you listen with your kids around and some of you prefer not to hear curse words when you're getting political and uh, news analysis. But that is how I feel. I mean, I would use salty language right now in a private context, to be sure, because I also remember that the 20 
2020 election was held under duress. I remember that there were months of riots cheered on by Democrats who thought that they had some license to terrify people into supporting their agenda of being anti-cop, which resulted in a lot of people dying, by the way. Want to talk about body counts? They're inflating constantly the body count from January 6th, which tells you really all you need to know. Oh, someone, you know, a week later died of a heart attack. That's a murder. No, that's not how it works. But the reality of what was done in the months leading up to the 2020 elections, billions of dollars of damage, a police station burned to the ground. Law enforcement officers routinely attacked. Antifa lunatics actively trying to blind officers with lasers on a regular basis in Portland, as well as other places, as well as throwing feces and urine and rocks at cops. And the multimillionaire news morons at CNN and the coward libs of the New York Times cheering it on. This is justice. Yeah, people are angry. Oh, who cares about a pandemic? This is more important. This is about saving black lives. They saved no black lives. They actually ended up killing more of our African-American fellow Americans by undermining law enforcement, defunding police. Uh, It was disgraceful. Disgraceful what was done. But if you need a reminder of what the free and fair election was really like, how about this? There were stores boarding themselves up in cities all across America in 2020. Stores boarded up. Why? Not because Trump might lose. It was because Trump might win. And if Trump won, we all knew there would be riots. Now, that's a threat. That's something you have to remember. They, They were threatening American society with ongoing riots and the escalation of those riots. If Donald Trump won. And so, yeah, you could say, well, that won't affect that many people. And they wreck. Yeah, wasn't a very big election difference, was it, between Trump and Biden? How many people need to think to themselves, you know, I don't want my community to burn down. I I don't want my store to be looted and destroyed by Biden voters. So, you know what? Fine. I'll just I give it I I give in. I'll, I'll give the vote to Biden. Not very many. You get it. You get, what, 50,000, 100,000 people across half a dozen different states. That's it. Game over. So I really will not be lectured by libs about how they don't like political violence. They love political violence as long as it serves their ends. They're fine with it. They are fine with it. The only question is, does this serve their need for power? Now, I also have to remind everyone that if we're going to be talked to Talked down to, of course, by Biden and Harris, both of whom are imbeciles, but neither of whom is a, is a bright human being, but they're ruthless, they're cunning, and they'll do whatever they have to do to get wherever they want to get. Uh, I'm not going to be lectured by them about election lies. The entire Democrat apparatus. Remember, the, the whole issue of January 6th involves a few hundred people who were destructive and violent and have been severely punished for it already. But that's the whole thing. This wasn't this wasn't, uh, you know, 95 percent of Republicans saying, yeah, storm the Capitol. Absolutely not. That's a lie. But that's the perception that they're trying to taint everybody with this. But the 2016 Russia collusion story, that was the entire Democrat Party. They were all on board for this. They weaponized the bureaucracy against a sitting president because they couldn't stop 
crying about Hillary's loss in 2016 and anything was justified. They lied about a sitting president being a dupe, even a an asset of that was a term they used. They would put former former intelligence officers. Most intelligence people are morons. I was one. I can tell you it's true. Most of them are idiots. Former intelligence officer on TV to talk about how Trump is a Russian asset. This is what they were all saying. This was the narrative of the Democrat Party for four years. He didn't really win the election. Kamala was giving interviews when she was a senator. Yeah, he didn't win the election. Yeah, we were right to question the 2016 election. They think we forget. They, they, they think that, uh, that that doesn't count for some reason. No, I'll tell you this right now. Uh, I would just want to extend a solitary finger in the direction of all, all of these libs who want to lecture us now on election results. Look, I know part of me is frustrated because even talking about this, I feel like we play into it at some level. Um, but there's also the other side of that argument, which is otherwise we just cede the idea battlefield to them and they can just fill it with propaganda and lies. So we leave it all without response. Then people will say, well, maybe you don't really have a response. That's why I wanted to spend time with you on this today. All right. The, the libs are failing. The Biden regime is failing. Obviously, they know it. We know it. Everyone sees it. And their power is in peril. So they'll say anything. They'll do anything. So they wildly exaggerate what was a stupid riot and pretend that they aren't the riot party that deploys riots at will, has their base out on the streets attacking cops terrifying neighborhoods and of course justifying it as necessary even during a pandemic it's for health election results they can question them they always question them when they when they really don't like them when it's a a big election that's fine they can even lie about some crazy scheme of russia collusion that's fine but we have to all bend the knee and take a slap across the face do you accept the, the election results Here's what here's what I do accept. Uh, the Democrat Party is immoral and disgraceful, and I won't be lectured by them on anything. That's my January 6th remembrance. I don't want to hear it from them. I don't care what they have to say. They have debased themselves beyond recognition, and I do not have to respect their lunacy. I don't. You don't either. Tomorrow will be another day. We won't have to sit around. And hear quite the same depth and breadth of lectures about this. But just remember, these are people. This is a party with no honor that wants to give you lectures on how you lack honor unless you abandon everything you believe in. I say no. Thanks for being here on the Buck Sexton Show today, team. Back with you tomorrow. Shields high.